Reese's snack mix. Oh, like those are like the little bites from like the movie concession stand. Yeah, kind of. Nice. Yeah, uh, it's got uh, mini peanut butter cups, uh, Reese's pieces, peanuts, pretzels. Yeah, that's it. Nice. So that's it's the whole do. salt and the the salty sweet thing. You got to balance out the scales. You know? Yes. Yeah, I love this. Oh, go ahead. I love the salty sweet candies. Mm. Oh, together. Mm-hmm. Not like you have a sweet snack and then you need something salty to balance it out or vice versa or whatever. No, I love the ones that have them both. Bofa. Bofa. I recently was, I, I always was like kind of meh about that, but recently I had like a Ben and Jerry's. It was. I think it was actually called like Netflix and chill or something. They're one of their specialty ice creams, but it was a bunch of fucking things. It was like fudge and whatever and nuts, but also like little like pretzel sticks in there. So it was like a salted caramel, whatever type situation that I always, I never understood like salted ice cream, but it was actually pretty good. Salted caramel is really good. But I only go for that if my, my undying love, my cookies and cream is out. For some reason, they always go out of stock on that particular one. I don't get it, but... It's a common flavor. Everybody likes cookies and cream. Everybody loves. Yeah. That's yeah. all you need. So I think this is uh, episode two in a row that we just sit here talking about snack food forever. <laughs> <laughs> just, add a, just add a segment every week from now on. What is our uh, go-to <laughs> snack food of the week? Todd snack corner. Well, <laughs> well, hey, this is this is the day to be a proud fat American. Because oh yeah! Happy motherfucking Fourth of July, everybody, and welcome to the Getting Off Topic podcast. Um, I, uh, I I celebrated by uh, waking up and promptly eating in a, a whole pack of sausages. So yeah. <laughs> um, Meg is down in san diego well she's i think she's on the road back now she'll pop in probably in the middle of the episode but um she went to there's uh, some friends of the family it's like a second family to her basically her her friend kim that she basically was raised like a sister with um her dad is like the barbecue king like i wish i wish we had taken you down to one of his fourth of july barbecues he's like i mean even i don't eat that much meat anymore but like he is like, the dude is a meat wizard he just <laughs> and it's just, and the quantity is insane just like freaking the last i think it was last year whenever the last time they had like the big uh fourth of july barbecue bash there um, I was still eating more meat. And so Meg was like, do you want me to bring you back something? Or, or I was actually, I actually went down with her last time. And so they were like, Hey, you want leftovers? Here you go. And just like the big, like gallon size Ziplocs, there was like one full of sausage links, one full of like carne asada, another one full of Damn. fucking insane. <laughs> It definitely sounds like the place to be right now. Yeah. Enough to give you the King's disease, but of course, <laughs> You know, Meg doesn't eat. If if Meg ate meat, she would explode. So I think she stopped at like Trader Joe's on the way to get some, like uh, some veggie burgers or something to cook up. But anyway, but yeah, this is since uh, I realized I was telling Todd right before we started recording. Um, we're recording the night of Fourth of July because I just got off work, 
And, uh, and this is the perfect time, like right as the sun has gone down and it's world war three outside, uh, outside of my apartment, uh, especially in Stanton, California. But thankfully this, uh, sliding door just closed and all the windows shut seems to, I don't think you're going to pick up any, anything on the recording here. Yeah. It's, uh, it's light around here, which is unusual. Cause usually around this area, it gets pretty, uh, pretty explosive, but, uh, on the 25th anniversary of us repelling the aliens with uh, Will Smith and uh, <laughs> President Bill, we're uh, we're good. Yep. Uh, I saw a few friends post the uh, the president's speech, of course. Uh, <laughs> and I just, I actually, it's funny you mentioned that. I just, as I was skimming articles, I saw one that apparently Will Smith actually paid for the city of New Orleans uh whole fireworks display this year nice he's just like here you go <laughs> so good times good for him uh but what else? okay so we've been got we took another week off so it took but us for a good about, reason yeah it took us till about episode 25 to get start getting lazy and be like oh, okay we'll skip <laughs> a week okay we'll skip a week but no yes for good reason we finally celebrated todd's belated birthday um many my uh, first face-to-face contact with somebody that's not a service employee in over a year that's right first time we've seen you and well since before covid uh i think it had been at least a few months prior to that because i remember us saying like oh yeah we need to get together sometime and us being the lazy asses like never planning anything mm-hmm. um but that's uh, when we were still in board game mode we were we were all doing board games and we were talking about doing more board games and then just nothing yeah. So let's see. Let me. OK, I'm going to skim over because the last two weeks, as I was summing it up in my notes, like, holy shit, it's been a it's been a wild two weeks. I'm just going to I'm just going to throw all the bad out there, the bad news first, and then we can get to the good because, um, well, I mean, in the world of, you know, our constant connected Internet world and everything. Well, some highlights. Bill Cosby is free. Uh <laughs> uh britney spears is not (laughs) uh climate change is currently roasting the fuck out of the pacific northwest alive and and it's gonna happen again next week r.i.p byron i saw him uh he posted a story as he was building like a like a a ghetto sure. pool yeah uh, a hillbilly backyard pool it worked (laughs) (laughs) uh it's so weird it's so weird that that like crazy heat wave i mean it's been warm down here but not like our crazy warm heat waves it's all hitting northwest for once yeah no we're, we're getting spared most all of it like the highest we've caught is like maybe mid 90s yeah and usually when when a west coast heat wave hits we're in like 110s yeah instead it's like 110 plus up in portland <laughs> portlandia is on fire uh Which, not only that but a city in the arctic circle in the arctic circle where it's usually still cold during the summer hit 116 jesus christ hey guys but it's all good it's all good you don't have to worry about climate change guys i mean you should still a little bit but don't worry because the delta variant of covid is gonna kill us <laughs> a lot quicker <laughs> <laughs> well i'll be it's, dead anyway <laughs> it's the even more deadly and it's the even more contagious version jesus christ yeah uh, another article i just skimmed by about uh how it 
has definitely taken hold in California and they're very much expecting like a new wave, especially after 4th of July parties and stuff. Yep. And uh, it's going to hit the unvaccinated the hardest, but uh, still vaccinated people can catch it. Um, It's not going. So they say nobody has died yet that's been vaccinated, but there have been serious cases. Yeah. Of uh, vaccinated people. It's like something 99.9% or 99.7% of something of the, uh, the deaths have been the unvaccinated people. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, vax, fools. If that ain't enough, the ocean, the ocean is literally on fire right now. Yeah, another oil company opened another (laughs) hellmouth. Did you see that video? The hell, the chopper video. Yeah. Did you see? Somebody has already remixed. I sent it to one of my other friends. I'll send it to you. But uh, somebody remixed Godzilla coming out of the fire hole. <laughs> oh, yeah. I straight up expected like the, the Pacific <laughs> Rim Kaiju to start popping out of there. Yep. Oh, it's nuts. Check out and that it video. It looks insane. It just looks crazy. Yeah, just literally like a billowing, just, just a full on fire in the ocean. And your brain can't compute like, wait a minute, but there's water all around. It. But no, like fucking monstrous fire coming from that another busted oil pipeline it's literally straight out of a godzilla movie it's it's it looks cgi but it's completely fucking real yeah 100 percent. there is now to be fair we haven't died yet and there's been a hell mouth burning for something like 30 40 years or something now um oh yeah the, the one in middle- like tunisia yeah yeah or turkis i think it's turkistan actually yeah i think it's like nicknamed like the the pit of hell or something like that (laughs) Uh, yeah somebody like literally tossed a grenade or something into an open gas vent yeah trying to trying to like close it up and no it just exploded and is now a perpetual fire Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we're pressing our luck like at least two known like fully operational hell mouths (laughs) <laughs> one of these some fucking kaiju are gonna pop out of i, I just yep. know it anyway but let's get on to the good because yes it was your belated birthday bash we ate some gourmet hot dogs oh those uh, are so good oh like, I, I almost went back yesterday <laughs> I, I think i had my year's worth of sodium intake thank you <laughs> between that and the, <laughs> the garlic fries which oh damn damn those are good um, so yeah, shout out to Dirt Dog of Downey, California. Um, slope, seemingly a hole in the wall place, a little strip mall, but that was uh, that was damn good. Yeah, they have uh, locations in LA and Vegas now. They're an LA fr- uh, chain mostly. Yeah. What were the the fries you got? Is like roadkill fries or something? Uh, no, I got the DUI fries. DUI fries. Yeah, <laughs> the. Uh, they had carne asada, pastrami, cheese, bacon, and like two types of sauce on there. Good. So good. Ooh, yep, yep. Very glad I've uh, started. Both Meg and I have uh, gotten back on the exercise bandwagon, which is good. Yeah, me um, too. I, I, my my back is not hurting anymore as much as it has been the last two months. So I started walking again. Oh yeah. We did I, talk about this. I walked nice. a mile yesterday. Awesome. That's cool. Um, Meg, I saw she shared a story when she was down in San Diego. She got, she got down early before the barbecue started and uh, she 
uh, we used to, when we used to live down there in Chula Vista, there was this nearby Bonita golf course, um, and like a walking trail all around it. It's, I want to say it was like a three mile walk or something, not a hike, just a walk, but it's, a, it's a nice little, little workout. Um, but yeah, every time she goes down there, anytime we go down there, like, God damn it. I miss this place. <laughs> but anyway, um, what else in the last uh, in the last two weeks? Uh, Rick and Morty started. Yeah, we got we're two episodes into that. We got <laughs> with Mister Nimbus, <laughs> the like I don't know what he was supposed to be like a parody Aquaman, David Bowie, horny it's, superhero something or super. It's villain. a cross between David Bowie, Aquaman, and Namor all wrapped into one. Yeah, that's it, also super super horny. Yeah. <laughs> great uh and then the second episode was the basically the rick and morty clone wars which <laughs> it was it was fine i don't i i liked mr nimbus better but uh yeah. the clone wars one was fun too it's basically fun seeing all the different like different versions of rick the robot ricks the, yeah. the clown ricks the just all the different uh versions yeah i think uh if they hadn't done it enough already i think this was them basically telling the fans to fuck off with all their like with the conspiracy board of like trying to keep track of all the lore like okay what universe are our primary uh like rick and morty from and are we still keeping up with them oh wait but this jerry got mixed up with this one like i think at this point they're like fuck you none of this matters <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i think you're exactly right with that yeah <laughs> um uh, this ain't fucking Star Wars, people. We don't need to keep track of a detailed expanded universe. Just enjoy the ride. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we got uh, we got more Bad Batch. Uh, speaking oh, of so <laughs> Star Wars, um, with an awesome uh, duel of Cad Bane and Fennec Shand. Yes, that was so good. I love that entire fucking episode. That was that was sweet. I uh, I kind of expected uh, them to. So in the previous episode, Cad Bane had uh, had kidnapped um, Omega after the uh, amazing uh, standoff scene with Hunter. Yeah, that was dope. And I, I ex- kind of expected them that kidnapping storyline to last a bit longer. But it was just like very next episode. Like, nope, never mind. She's back. Like they I mean, the awesome Cad Bane versus Fennec Chan duel. But um, but it was kind of like, oh, they just reversed course there. But but I'm sure they'll. You know, there's plenty more season to run into more bounty hunters or run into well, Bane again. Or it uh, it it gave us a bit of a, a, a tidbit of information that uh, Boba Fett. There is another. She's oh, right. essentially Boba Fett's sister. Right, right. So she's like a like a an untainted clone, yes. an unmodified clone, a pure clone, um, yes. like Boba Fett. Gotcha. Right. So yeah, no, there is another. <laughs> cool. Um, Meg and I find oh, be shocked, Todd. We finally did what we said we were gonna do. Meg and I not only started but completed all of The Witcher. Nice. Finally, there's only twelve episodes or something like that. So I think it was only like eight actually. Oh, okay, yeah, even shorter than twelve. Then yeah. they were long though. They were like solid hour longs, not like forty something minutes or something. Like a solid hour or even a couple minutes over every episode not with the uh eight minute disney credits no no <laughs> um 
Yeah, I we we fell in love with that. I still the I understand what they did with all the crossing storylines, um, but that was unnecessarily complicated. <laughs> yeah, they could have kept it in order. Yeah, you could. I, I understand that this person's story, um, you know, Yennefer's story starts much earlier than when we get into. Girl. hundreds of years earlier um, actually <laughs> oh i looked up they said well, i guess everybody has a different opinion but it looked like she was uh from what i read she's around 90 ish or so um something like that i think that's what she's supposed to be at the start of the witcher uh at the start of the witcher books this but uh i think it's like 190 is her approximate age around the uh, the 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 witcher three events and that's kind of what this is covering well the show the show uh basically puts Geralt. how do you say is it Geralt or Geralt or Geralt potato potato Geralt Geralt okay i think they put him at just like a little bit like a a hundred and change Um, yeah and she is it's basically understood that she's uh, slightly older than he is yeah Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, I get like, okay, so her story starts a bit earlier. And then of course, Siri, you know, she's not even born yet. So we pick up with her much later, but they, it felt, it started to feel a bit like Westworld, but with Westworld, it made sense for that story because it was like the unreliable narrator. Like some of the artificial people didn't even know they were artificial. And so it was, you know, everything, all these memories were fucked up and I I totally got it. And I understood it for Westworld, at least in the first season, season two started to feel like, okay, this is, they're just continuing to make this complicated for no reason. Started to feel like the Witcher felt like Westworld season two. (laughs) And there's like, you could have told a, like a, just a start to finish story but whatever i still love you witcher <laughs> uh, anyway uh but yeah we're we're excited for that um i'm kind of glad uh we're spoiled now that we watched it so late that we don't have to wait very long for season two is yeah, that coming soon yeah i think it's i don't know if they've said an exact date yet but like quarter four like sometime between october december yeah i think it's october yeah there was supposed to, uh, I saw some headline about, there's some sort of event coming up where people thought we'd get a full trailer with a release date, like in the, within this next week, some sort of Witcher con or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Anyway. Uh, what else? What else? We got our next two installments of Loki, of course. We will talk about that. I finally caught up on all of the Arrowverse. I can't remember if I mentioned that two weeks ago, but I... All I can say, same thing I've been saying, there's only really two shows that I can recommend still watching. Legends of Tomorrow and Superman and Lois, the new Superman and Lois. Those two are consistently, not just good, but in my opinion, great fucking shows, which is baffling how better they are than the rest <laughs> of, you know, The Flash. Like, um, oh, I caught up. So uh, Carlos Valdez, um, uh, Cisco Ramon is gone, just left the show. And there was a headline announcing that um, uh, the dad, uh, Joe West, uh, um, the, the other major players, the Team Flasher, are coming back for season eight. But that's about it. And they've already said, like, eight's going to be the end of the show. 
but it's just it's just sputtering to a to an end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Supergirl has been okay. Um it's it's fine for it to end now. Again, John Cryer is still great as Lex Luthor. He really elevates the whole thing. But they've been on hiatus. It's been a weird season. So like Superman and Lois had their like their premiere, like their only their first show, or maybe their first two. And then they were on hiatus for weeks while Supergirl filled in the blanks for filled in the space for like a couple episodes. And now, now they've been on hiatus for like two, three months or something while Superman and Lois does the rest of its season. It's weird. So CW has always been weird with, with the way it splits up its seasons. I hate it. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I, I wait, I wait, I'm going to wait until Supergirl is finally finished and watch the final season. Yeah, there you go. Um, But yes, Superman and Lois, I highly, highly recommend. That's an amazing show. Legends of Tomorrow. If you like goofy, wacky Doctor Who shit like I do, then that's right up your alley, too. One thing we uh, missed when we were talking about Star Wars a moment ago, uh, Star Wars Visions. We we got a first look at that. I saw the headline. I didn't get a chance to watch the trailer, but go ahead. Spill the beans for us, Todd. What's up with Star Wars Visions? So what Star Wars Visions is, it's a season of Star Wars anime shorts, all done by different anime studios. So the Animatrix. Basically, yes, the Animatrix. Yeah. Nice. But it looks amazing. There's so many different studios in there, and it looks it looks really good. That is rad. I will have to watch that uh, trailer as soon as we're done here. Um. Uh, I feel like I had some sort of animation news too. Oh, so recently, um, I, I mentioned you know, Meg and I binged all of uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender and uh, Korra: Legend of Korra. Um, there was a bit of news there, so they just actually started a podcast. Dante Bosco, if you're not familiar with the Avatar universe, uh, Dante Bosco played one of the big bads in. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, Zuko. He and Janet Varney, who starred in Korra, she played Korra, started a podcast, just the two of them. And they're basically, do- right after Meg and I did our whole binge watch, they are now doing this with a podcast follow-along. So they're they're doing a whole, uh, you know, watching an episode and reviewing, commenting on behind-the-scenes stuff and memories and whatever. And also uh, putting in, uh, they're grabbing interviews with uh, people from the show they they just had the uh, original creators of the show um these two guys michael dante DiMartino and brian konietzko were the two masterminds behind the world of avatar essentially is there another show coming out yeah yeah so back in february actually nickelodeon announced they're creating an avatar studios a new branch and rehired the original team the original creators the two guys uh, to create new content. So Damn. probably in response to the past year, both shows became available on Netflix and boom, like the fandom, like new fans coming back or, or uh, have latched on to it. People who didn't see it before, uh, they got a, a Blu-ray special edition release and everything of both shows. Um, it's uh, it's back, you know, in in the ether, in the world. So in response to that, Nickelodeon announces Avatar Studios back in February and they're saying, hey, we, we're hiring them back on. We're going to create new stories in the same universe. Um, no 
solid plans that they're revealing, whether it was going to be new animated shows or feature films or whatever, but you know, they're, they're chugging along. Um, fast forward to the podcast, the little interview they're they're being kind of, uh, you know, discreet. They can't really, they can't really say what exactly they're working on now, but they said they are working on stuff and the plans that they have like ahead of them, they said, if we get to, if we're able to get around to doing all the ideas that we have, like we could be doing this shit for the next 20 years. <laughs> so they're going like full bore star Wars with it, <laughs> but, but it's a, it's an awesome uh, universe to play in. I highly recommend it. If you have not uh, checked out the world of avatar yet, there's uh, there's the two shows and uh, the first show lasted three seasons and the second show. So the sequel show, um, uh, lasted four but for each of those series as well there's official uh, graphic novel continuations so they officially continue the story even further on um anyway lots of good content for you there in other tv news the galaxy quest tv show apparently is back on thanks to two people uh successions i'm not familiar with that project uh georgia pritchett and none other than Simon frickin' Peg. Nice. Apparently, the two, the, these two are uh, are helming this next. Day. They're they're working on uh, developing it, writing it, etc. There's no real details yet. It was just uh, something that was that was let slip in an interview. Um, but yeah, apparently they're working on. And there was, I think, a few months back, um, uh, Sigourney Weaver was being interviewed for a new movie that, that she did, and she kind of mentioned that like somebody was working on something uh, um, at the time, but she didn't really say it. like, like, Oh yeah, I hear like somebody picked it back up after they initially, um, you know, paused after, uh, after Alan Rickman passed away. But, but yeah, I guess this is uh, another confirmation. Um, Hasn't that you know, been like five years already? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, they basically like dropped it for a long time. And there was, there was here and there, you'd get like articles saying, Oh, Amazon is thinking of doing like a sort of reboot series or something. And that didn't, that didn't pan out or fizzled out. But speaking of uh, Amazon, apparently their uh, Lord of the Rings show is having a lot of troubles. Oh, really? Yeah. In fact, they are being sued by uh, a bunch of the, uh, extras and stunt cast because they're not providing a safe working place oh, and there been a few major injuries including um including one of the famous stunt women let's i can't remember her name let's see uh but yeah like she had like a fucking aneurysm on set because of a, a fall that she took oh i think i just i saw i didn't know it was that project but i saw uh jesse graff who I follow because of American Ninja Warrior. Uh, she was posting about her friend, uh, like some legendary, uh, legendary stunt woman who was working on a new f- feature and had to have an emergency brain surgery. Yeah, Diana uh, Grant. Diana Grant, yeah. Yeah, the apparently uh, fans of uh, one of, I can't remember what it was, but uh, a, a fandom group raised like $70,000 for her. Oh yeah, Lucy Law uh, spearheaded from Lucy Lawless because uh, it was it was her stunt woman from Xena. Oh, right. Yeah, so they know. they raised a hundred thousand dollars for it, and uh, Lawless herself donated twenty thousand. That's good. 
Jeez. It's dangerous business, but yeah, that sucks that they're, uh, they don't have a, so have there been other incidents? Uh, you said there's other people like suing. And oh shit? yeah. Yeah. There's a big lawsuit apparently not just, not just on that project, but apparently against all of the Amazon studio, um, Jesus. multiple across multiple projects, multiple people are uh, like joining in a class action lawsuit. Goddamn. So, uh, yeah. Apparently, Amazon not only doesn't give a shit about its warehouse and driver employees, but it also doesn't give a shit about its actor employees. Welcome to Amazon. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, well, let's uh, yeah, hope for the best for her. Let's um, see. Moving on to some. Oh, well, in the in the world of. Um, epic fantasy series i saw a headline uh, as about a week old but uh season three which is the final season because they're doing a strict recreation of the uh of the book series uh his dark materials um they started production on their final season for hbo that's uh philip pullman's um uh what is it the oh what was the the first one they made the movie of the golden compass um, you remember that movie? Yeah, that weird ass fucking movie. I liked it. I mean, I haven't seen it. Since I mean, it, later, it was still weird as fuck. Come on, it bombed in part. Like, I think it, they didn't have good marketing for it, and it suffered the wrath of the whole Christian, the whole backlash, and then uh, boycotting and all that shit because it was about uh, like uh, demons and and uh, witchery and blah blah. Well, mainly. The the uh, I haven't read the whole book series, but from re- from watching that one movie and from you know what I've read about it and everything, this is this series is like the anti lion witch in the wardrobe. <laughs> so instead of pro Jesus, it's very anti religion, and the whole point of it is kind of taking down the man <laughs> or the organization uh, that's controlling everything, which is very like churchy-ish so you can see why some religious groups might have a problem with that <laughs> um but yeah the bits that i've seen like it, it looks like an amazing show and they're they're doing like a, a dedicated retelling of the or adaptation of the book series so three books three seasons um but it was another one of those on me and meg's list to get around to eventually we never did but now again i'm kind of glad it's going to be over and then we just binge the whole thing <laughs> um yeah, D- uh, Daphne Keene is the main girl in that who was Logan's kid in Logan. Wolverine. Oh, nice. Yeah. So if she's acting in something strong like that, she could definitely reply- reprise the role. Uh-huh. For sure. <laughs> um, in other HBO news, um, another one that we wanted to get around to, we heard amazing things about, but apparently inexplicably canceled. No season two for Lovecraft Country. Did you ever catch on to that Lovecraft Country? Country? I didn't uh, end up watching it. No. Yeah. It was on the uh it was definitely on the uh the radar of things to watch, but uh no. Yeah. Uh we got uh Kevin Smith's Master of the Universe uh, uh animated series coming soon, and now there are rumors floating around, rumors and hearsay that Netflix is going all in. And they also want to follow up with a live action Masters of the Universe movie. Nice. Yeah. That would be uh, interesting. Uh huh. 
<clears throat> there's, there's there was a bit of a dumbass backlash on the trailer though. So there it looks like they're not focusing on He-Man. At least the the last trailer that comes out that he may be just one of the side characters and one of the other female characters is taking the lead. So of course the uh, misogynist douchebags on Twitter just blew the fuck up. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious watching it. Well, well, well isn't it's been a while, but isn't She-Ra like a spinoff from yes. the uh, same universe? He-Man? Yeah, I always thought that's where she came. And she just got a full-blown Netflix show, which I also yeah. heard amazing things about. So why, if you're bringing in He-Man, why not make it? Well, whatever. I mean, they're, people are just gleaning what, the, uh, what they're, they're guesstimating off of a trailer. So yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Just, just, be, just because a female character took point in the trailer for, for most of it. So how fucking dare she? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be uh it's going to be Skeletor's show and Skeletor <laughs> feels um, reveals themselves to be uh non-binary and just to piss off <laughs> internet people even more so <laughs> oh that'll be so perfect they are a non-binary skeleton uh angry evil skeleton <laughs> i could see mark hamill pulling that off oh fuck yeah <laughs> oh jesus you better stop before we get in trouble here um let me see a uh, little bit of horror news um first off Meg and I just bought tickets to Son of Monster Palooza, which will be our first convention event, whatever you want to call it, since before the time of COVID. Nice. Uh, yes, we've been many years, many years before. It is fantastic. I highly recommend it. If you like horror movies, if you like creature effects, um, you know, all of that stuff. Um, Son of Monster Palooza. Well, so there's two events. There's the big one, Monster Palooza, which is in Pasadena, uh, usually earlier in the year. So they'll probably pick that one up early next year. Um, but in the meantime, they're coming back with Son of Monster Palooza, which is the smaller show, which is the one we actually prefer. It's easier to get into and chill. Um, that's at the Burbank uh, Marriott, I think it is. And that takes place uh, this October 8th through the 10th. So um, you should all fucking come to that because it's super awesome. And Meg and I will be there. Yeah. Um, also, Shutter officially confirmed. I mean, they had to. I mean, they, there's no way they wouldn't. But they confirmed that the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs will return for a season four. Because the drive-in will never die. I mean, maybe Joe Bob might. He's he's no spring chicken, but he's uh, uh, that's blasphemous. I shouldn't I shouldn't put that in the, in the ether. No, how dare you? Oh God. Um. Also, there was a. I think this has been reported on before, but there's an Exorcist reboot coming, which. Yeah, that one we don't need. I think th- I think Troma is actually doing that one. Yeah, that kind of feels like. Or Blumhouse actually. That kind of feels like when they announced that like a Lethal Weapon reboot was coming and which I ate my words because I actually did enjoy that dumb Fox show. I really did. <laughs> However, again, I'm feeling like the X. Ex- but when I when I 
got wind that a Lethal Weapon reboot was coming, I was kind of like, well, isn't that every other buddy cop movie since Lethal Weapon is basically a wannabe Lethal Weapon remake? Uh, kind of feels the same way about The Exorcist because there's been a billion exorcism movies since The Exorcist. Um, but yes, it's being uh, produced by the same guy who did the uh, the new or is doing the new Halloween uh, reboot series. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, David Gordon Green. And that's being produced at Blumhouse. So... But yeah, there were there were more articles this week. Uh, I think a new trailer, official trailer, came out for Halloween Kills, which is a part two. It was supposed to come out last Halloween, but of course delayed for COVID. It'll come out this Halloween. And um, but yeah, there's just more snippets of interviews with them saying how they're uh, they hope to pleasantly surprise all the skeptics, and it will be very much in the same vein of the Halloween reboot franchise. So um, probably a pretty faithful adaptation in in many ways but maybe with its own like little uh twists or whatever but yeah i mean there was a lot of people who i i loved that uh the new halloween remake but there was a lot of people who were like oh it's too like religiously clinging to the original like it was slow and this and that whatever but i don't know i fucking loved it but anyway um what else what else oh bouncing back to star wars i don't think we talked about this two weeks ago i think it was in the last two weeks so there are reports that well we know that grand admiral thrawn was coming yes in the world of mando and its spin-off series um there are reports now that not only have they gotten hold of their live action thrawn but that he has already completed filming on his first series. So meaning mm-hmm. the inclination, meaning that uh, or the indication, meaning that he's already finished filming on one show. He's probably going to appear on more. So now everybody's wondering, where is he showing up first? Mando season three, Ahsoka spinoff, Book of Boba Fett. Don't know. I think the rumors mentioned Book of Boba Fett, but the Book of Boba Fett is also supposed to be sort of a prequel-ish show. Leading, It's supposed to catalog his events leading up to where he's at. Huh. I read another um, headline saying, I, I forget who said it, somebody on the inside, uh, but apparently the Book of Boba Fett series is going to be grittier, have a grittier tone than the other shows. Oh. Well, of course. Boba Fett literally murders for hire. Kind of uh, Mando if he had even less conscious. <laughs> conscious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over in the world of Marvel, well, we, we um, were skeptical before, like a month or so back. I remember we were talking to the podcast where the Black Panther sequel, we were wondering how delayed it was going to be because there were conflicting reports of like, oh, they reworked the script or no, no, no. Now they're starting from scratch or whatever. So we thought, oh my God, it's going to be forever. Well, apparently they just started production in Atlanta uh, in this past week. They started filming uh, like two weeks ago. Yep. 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 And, and in the past two weeks, we got a new full Shang-Chi trailer. Oh, so good. A fantastic trailer. And the, the shining point for me, that 
quick flash of a scene towards the end that made me go, wait a minute, was that the abomination? Mm -hmm. Holy crap, that's the abomination. And then also fans noticed in that same fight, once they got over the fact that, holy shit, it's the abomination. Wait, was he fighting Wong? Yeah. And then uh, I think a day or two later, Kevin Feige did confirm that is, in fact, um, Blonsky slash abomination, who we haven't seen since the Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton. Which, by the way, is still canon. So that's it's the still canon. canon. And the last mention that we got of it, I know they've, I know they've thrown Agents of Shield in the trash as far as canon goes, the fuckers. But um, <clears throat> there was a, I forget what season it was, maybe around like season four-ish or something. There's a brief mention of Coulson saying that Ab- that uh, Blonsky was in a cryo cell in one of their bases somewhere, uh, where they locked up all like superhuman like meta human type people or whatever Um, but that's the last even whisper we've heard of the abomination ever since um now recently as the she hulk show has been ramping up there was confirmation that uh tim roth as abomination would be appearing in the she hulk show so we thought we were gonna we we would see him again but we'd have to wait till then but no we're getting the abomination in shang chi fighting Wong from uh, from Doctor Strange in some sort of underground fighting ring, which <laughs> looks amazing. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. I think they really should just keep bringing back all of these like one-off villains that, that Marvel fucking Darth Mauled in their first <laughs> appearances. They should just keep bringing them back. Like they got it. If they don't have... Um, if they don't have Sam Rockwell back in Armor Wars as uh, Justin Hammer, like he, because Armor Wars, kind of in our in our previous discussions about like uh, weighing in all, all the the Marvel TV shows, like we've been more giddy for the more fantastical things like WandaVision and now Loki and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was fine, but when you're doing all this gods and monsters and space shit now, it's hard to make the standard military drama stuff exciting anymore. And so you gotta, I mean, if you inject Justin Hammer in there and bring the funny, I think that would totally sell armor wars for me. I'd be all in. And throw in um, uh, Trevor Slattery too, while you're at it. Give us uh, now that they're doing like the real ten ring stuff and everything. Just bring back Trevor just for the fucking fun of it. <laughs> I want that uh, fake Mandarin. Yeah. Anyway. Victorin. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh, a uh, little crossover news. Little fun. Uh, one-off special. The Simpsons. Uh, well, Disney is putting out on Disney Plus. Uh, this Wednesday, actually, July 7th. So it should coincide with the next Loki episode. The Good, the Bart, and the Loki. <laughs> uh, crossover special, a little one-off special where essentially Loki, you know, going through the different uh, universes, he ends up in Springfield. And so we've got <laughs> animated Loki, Tom Hiddleston doing the role, whole nine yards. So that'll be fun. Uh, let's see what else do 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 uh, oh and a uh, bit more bummer news 
Harrison Ford sustained an injury, a shoulder injury, while rehearsing a fight scene for Indy 5, which has delayed the movie again. At first, the initial reports were like, well, we're not sure how extensive the injury is or it's okay, we'll like shoot around it or whatever. But apparently it's uh, yeah, severe yeah. enough that they have to pause filming. Pause, yeah. But then the, the director um, replied on uh, on Twitter to some tweet and said that they were According to him, he said they were actually uh, doing other film. They're probably filming other scenes or yeah, the around him. But. Background stuff, stuff with other actors. Yeah, Anything right. that doesn't involve Harrison Ford, they can they can still film. Yeah. I like I I I am you know, I've said this. I'm a diehard Indiana Jones fan. I'll watch anything with the name Indiana Jones slapped on it, but I'm wondering like what if like what what if this is a production that's plagued with issues and they're like like do we do we call it like do we just do we throw in the towel <laughs> but then you're saying well then you your big finale is kingdom of the crystal skull <laughs> uh, uh, i mean i'm like please please wash that taste out of our mouths please just do something just, just, just have old indie laying in bed dying and he fades off to become a forest ghost God, no. <laughs> That's the other thing that worries me. Like, I don't want to watch him die. And this is the director <laughs> of fucking Logan. Like, some can't you just leave? Let some of our heroes just ride off into the fucking sunset and let us not think about the you know the existential doom of death that we all face eventually. Like, just give yeah. us our give us our they, immortal heroes. They had that with the final crusade. They literally rode off into the sunset. They did, yeah. The last crusade. It so, should have just stopped with the last crusade. If you just pretend that kingdom of the crystal skull doesn't exist and this new one isn't going to come out then good we're, we're all set yeah i'm still gonna see it anyway and of course we are we're we all are yeah and then we're immediately gonna go back and rewatch the south park episode that came out about the kingdom of the crystal skull <laughs> oh, jesus <laughs> Uh, well speaking of some other heroes who just can't quite ride off into the sunset uh this uh past week or so it was reported that a supernatural prequel show (laughs) is now happening in the works the winchesters in the works at cw um so jensen eccles who played dean winchester and his wife danielle they are actually spearheading this project. Um, it's in development right now, and it's uh, essentially it's going to be about Sam and Dean's uh, parents, um, Mary and John Winchester, because they were hunting monsters, you know, throughout the timeline before Sam and Dean came along. The story gets very convoluted as far as like there's even like time travel at one point involved, but I don't know. We'll see what they do with it, but. Um, there was a bit of drama when this uh, when this news broke, though, because Jared Padalecki, who played Sam Winchester, he got the news on Twitter. <laughs> uh, so Sam and Dean, you know, Jensen and uh, and Jared, seemingly inseparable and legitimately like bros for life in real life. Uh, apparently, he was left completely in the dark about this new project. And like fans were talking to him on Twitter, like, oh, wow, awesome, blah, 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 this coming. And he's like guys, this is the first I'm hearing about this. <laughs> so he got uh, like, like sideswiped by this news. He's like, 
the fuck, bro? <laughs> like what, what happened here? Like, I would have loved to have been a part of this, you know, producing it with you or something. But um, yeah, so there was like a day or so of like internet drama. And then they both kind of said like, hey guys, like, like, cause then of course the fan base, the crazy fan base erupted at, uh, at Jensen and his wife, like, what the fuck, blah, 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 you know? And so, <laughs> so Jared came back. He's like, guys, cool. It. It's all good. We, we talked, we're good. Like, you know, just like Sam and Dean in the show, like we're bros. We, uh, you know, we have our ups and downs, but it's good. We're good now. Like chill for the love of God, chill. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyway, I will, I'll probably check it out. Because because Meg and I we fell hard for Supernatural over uh, over quarantine, um, and oh, uh, seventeen seasons of it. Yeah, se- uh, fifteen actually. Fifteen, 15 was fifteen Sorry. was the grand total. Yeah, and uh, Dean Winchester is now um, in Meg's uh, highest caliber catalog of uh, of TV boyfriends, um, <laughs> along with uh, Geralt. Along with Geralt. <laughs> she was not uh, was not sure about it first you know episode one she's like ah, it's henry cavill his dumb face and the dumb wig like i don't i'm not seeing it and then like an hour in she's like okay <laughs> i'm in I'm, I, I mean i'm confident in my sexuality but i would still let henry cavill do things oh dude. i mean yeah he's put on the 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 goofy white wig have him roll around in the mud and yeah he's good to go and then, which of course leads to any female character he meets at some point, he needs to get in a bath and, you know, yeah, that's, it's just how the Witcher goes. If it's a good looking female character around Geralt, they will take their clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> you need a bath. Okay. Now I take my clothes off and see. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, geez. Um, I think that's all I had for random news movie and tv i didn't see anything in the gaming world um oh i i uh, skywards or uh, yeah skyward sword hd remake trailer and announce it, it it's actually coming soon Shit. It's coming like I, next week i think uh, i need a switch yes I, you do i need a switch but i'm holding out hope that we're gonna get a pro by the holiday season and then if it comes out and then I jump the gun and get a switch now, I'm going to be pissed that I spent the money. No, you uh, won't because yeah. you'll have two. That way you can cross play with Meg. <laughs> you laugh. I'll, I'll be playing Skyward Sword and all the rest of the Zelda remakes that are coming out for that one. Um, and she'll be playing Animal Crossing or something. <laughs> you, could, you, can, you can play uh, Animal Crossing together or you can play... Uh stardew valley together there you go there you go i'm still playing freaking doom i finished the uh, the main campaign and i'm in the dlc which is also fun um and freaking insane it's it's uh, i think i mentioned before like i i can't play that game like close to bedtime because it is just it amps you up. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I drink. Like I don't drink. I can't tell you the last time I drank an energy drink, but I feel like <laughs> I drink an energy drink just because I'm like so tense and like the anxiety is up to here, just like killing demons at fast speed. And in the DLC, it's like, do you remember? Do you remember uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo, where yeah. like on the title screen you hit that code, the button code on your SNES, and you could get like Ultra Turbo or like extra mm-hmm. fast. 
that's the doom dlc the doom eternal <laughs> dlc like so something like turned like, up to 11 yeah it's just turned up to 11 like fucking demons everywhere around every corner there's a whole there's another skirmish and like it just feels like the speed of everything even your movement as the player is just like faster it's nuts uh i'm gonna have an aneurysm playing doom eternal <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it it's i fucking love it oh <laughs> uh, uh yeah i started a little bit of um what i usually don't do but i made an exception because uh when andrea came up and hung out with us for a week um she really wanted to check out uh shadow of the tomb raider so i started playing that i usually never play two games at once i'm like i i would rather like finish one at a time but i yeah i started shadow of the tomb raider plays the first two first few chapters of that and that is super fun highly recommend that if you're into the uh that tomb raider reboot series or the uncharted basically the tomb raider reboot series if you haven't played it they did they took what uncharted started and just ran with it and uh and kept improving on it it's good times but as we were talking about chatting the other day todd it's the exact opposite for you. You're like, yeah, what, what, what is a feature for me is a bug to you. Like oh yeah. So I started playing <laughs> one of them. I don't remember which, which one it was. Uh, I picked it up on, it was one of the, the free PlayStation games. The, uh, if you have PlayStation plus, uh, like six months ago or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I picked it up and I started playing it and I played for about two hours and in that two hours, I controlled the character for about 10 minutes. <laughs> the other hour and 45 minutes, uh, hour and 50 minutes was uh, all cutscene. All cutscene. It's not I, that bad, but it's. I mean, the, 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 I'm counting some of the time where you like you walk through this like Mexican village on Dia de Muertes. And you're controlling the character technically, but you're not doing anything for 10 minutes. You're just literally pressing forward as you slow walk through this village. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't uh, I can't get it. I mean, more power to people that like the story, um, but I, I can't get down with games like that. That's all it good. just bores the fuck out of me. Thank God you never played. Uh, did, did you ever play? Did you ever play any of the Metal Gears? Uh, I think I played like the original ones on like PS1 or PS2. Okay. But I didn't play like three, four or five. Okay. By the time you get to Metal Gear 4, which was, was that a PS3 or PS4? I forget. I forget how long it's been. I think it was still on PS3. Anyway, um, Metal Gear Solid 4 it's okay so say we want about the tomb raider stuff and uncharted or whatever like they at least break it up like you get a bit of cutscene, you get a bit of um you know action cutscene, maybe a little bit extensive but you know five minutes or whatever then action metal gear oh my god i can't speak metal, <laughs> metal gear solid 4 has <laughs> fucking 30 minute cutscenes, like uh he like the dude just wanted to make an epic movie yeah like, and like a, a 12 hour one at that like it's fucking ridiculous like take the most long-winded tarantino film or take all of tarantino's movies and just mash them all together 
<laughs> the people take, talking they take, take all the like the talking scenes and that's metal gear solid 4. take the extended extended cut of hateful eight and that's that's metal gear solid yeah yeah and i like tarantino uh you know some some of his stuff more than others but that's metal metal gear solid 4 like the end like the end of the after you like the last time that you control the character there's like an hour of cutscene after that. I, oh, I shit you not. I shit you not. Jesus Christ. That's not counting credits. <laughs> oh, God. It's bananas. That's, that's the struggle I'm having going through. I'm trying my hardest to get through the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, yeah. And oh, my God, is it so bad with the cutscenes? Like, mm-hmm. you, you play for 15 minutes. Then you have an, like 15, 20 minutes of cutscene. You play for 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of cutscene. You play for five minutes, 20 minutes of cutscene. Oh, oh, it's so rough. It's a very distinctive style, especially the JRPGs, where yeah. you want to tell this epic ballad of a story, um, but also give you a little bit of a gaming experience. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's why I've I've reinstalled my uh, one of my old go tos. I finally I finally kicked the habit with, with World of Warcraft and uninstalled it and unsubscribed and I think I'm Ooh. done, maybe permanently for it. Wow. Um, I might come back like for one or two weeks whenever a new expansion hits. Or so what, ever... new, what new addiction are you replacing it with? <laughs> uh, well, realistically, I've been addicted to, to Total War Warhammer. Um, that's been my go to. I've ton, put, dumped a ton of hours into it, and they have a new DLC and free LC coming up next week, so I'm going to play that a, a lot coming up. But I re- recently reinstalled uh, Lord of the Rings Online, which I haven't played in like five years. Huh. Uh, the graphics are dated as fuck, but uh, the gameplay is still pretty damn fun. And the world is gigantic. Like, when I stopped playing... Um, they really they didn't have much of the Middle Earth world filled in yet. They only had really um, like uh, the the Fellowship of the Rings uh, time uh, areas, the, the everything up to about the Misty Mountains. But now in the game they have Rohan, they have uh, they have Gondor, they have Mordor, they have the the uh, Mirkwood Forest. They have all like the whole fucking map is is filled in now. Like the only thing they haven't done is the eastern lands. Nice. Yeah, so uh, it's turned into a, a huge game. Though so it's very very pay to winny for an MMO. So uh, if you're a free player and you don't want to spend any money on it, expect a lot of grind. But uh, yeah. if you want to spend like ten fifteen bucks a month, like the normal MMO cost, then uh, it's still pretty it's still a pretty good value. Yeah, Jim. Uh, that reminds me, by the way, uh, I did have a few more headlines. The Star Wars, the Old Republic is getting a 10th anniversary expansion. Yeah, a new expansion. Yeah, the Legacy of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a, a fairly substantial uh, expansion DLC type thing. Um, it's going to have uh, more worlds, more party options, more everything, basically. But yeah, it's uh, it's still it's still alive and kicking. I I tried that again recently, like uh, six months ago or so, sometime in the middle of the Rona, because I was looking for an MMO to play, 
and uh, it's still also pretty fun. Cool. One other uh, random event of the last uh, last two weeks that I forgot to mention. Uh, under the good category, uh, Spider Man and Mary Jane are uh, are totally a thing, apparently. Yeah. And, uh, and the internet fucking exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Spider-Man stars Zendaya and Tom Holland were uh, apparently spotted smooching in real life. So, yeah, I guess that's happening. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of Marvel co-stars uh, smooching. Apparently, the Marvel sets are uh, big matchmaking areas. A time-honored tradition. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Taika, Taika Waititi, and uh, and his girlfriend Rita Ora. And then also Tessa Thompson. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Taika got a stern talking to from Disney. Oh my God! Yeah, it's not the uh, it's not the appropriate uh, re- uh, thing that they should be doing in public. Family this is a family company and all that good stuff. I thought I saw a headline of um, him being interviewed. He's like, I didn't do any fuck- anything fucking wrong. <laughs> I'm just living my life. They're they're three consenting adults. They do whatever the fuck they want to do. They were in a private location where uh, where paparazzi got them with telephoto lenses. So it's not their fault. Fuck you, Disney. Pretty much. Let people be people. Um. Well, should we get on to Loki? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Do we have yeah. we have two episodes to talk about, right? Ugh, yeah, there was two episodes. And uh, fortunately, I did not make the time to uh do my full recaps, so I apologize in advance uh if this is a shitty recapping. <laughs> Hopefully you can help me out, Todd, but I mean, it, it was it would be an insane amount to cover anyway because two whole episodes uh since we last podcasted. And I think these were the two longest episodes of the season so far. Yeah. So episode three was end of episode two was when we actually met the variant on the loose, which uh, which TVA was after, which was turned out to be Sylvie. Sylvie. Right. Uh, Episode three, we actually get to know her as uh, she and Loki go on their little wacky summer vacation uh, to a dying planet. Uh, I forget the. I think it was yeah. the name of it was like Lament something, some spinoff of the word Lament. Um, but essentially, like their moon is crashing into the planet, and the whole planet's trying to evacuate. Um, well, the the rich folk are. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's some it's it's sort of like a colony world where they're like mining, exploiting it for resources or something, and uh, all of the aristocracy and the rich people get to board this nice train to a uh, space arc mm-hmm. while the poor minor folk are left waiting at the station with no tickets. No, ticket. no tickets. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was super fun. Uh, we get to see essentially Loki and Loki or Sylvie. She doesn't like to be called Loki. Um but she's effectively another Loki in a parallel world. Uh, we see them bouncing off each other and the chemistry is fantastic, uh, which ends up kind of becoming a plot point because we clearly see uh, they have a lot of chemistry together. <laughs> um, and uh, it's 
you know, them two constantly on each other's heels. Um, our Loki is holding on to the, um, um, like the portal device, the little, uh, the time travel device. I can't travel remember what it's called. Pad thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so basically they're they're forced to team up and get the hell off of there. Try to get off of this dying world. Um, sneak onto the rich people's little train that's uh, headed on the way to uh, to the arc. Basically, the space arc. Um, you get this uh, nice fun scene where uh, they're they're talking. They're giving each other a little bit of backstory, and Loki is. Mm-hmm. Tell, talking about his magic and his mom and sylvie talks a little bit about uh, her life not much sylvie is still really uh she's guarded. still really guarded at this point yeah and then uh they come to a disagreement over something and then they decide okay well we have to rest somehow so sylvie finally does uh, take a nap and she wakes up and loki <laughs> is fucking drunk <laughs> fantastic he's just getting drunk on the complimentary rich people's wine um it's great because as much as he shits on uh as guardians like oh they're all big dumb golden retrievers like they're you know whatever he himself was raised as guardian and he does the same shit as drunk thor you know another smash and just being <laughs> the life of the fucking party and singing as guardian songs and drinking songs and it's great it's wonderful can't uh, take the asgard out of loki yeah <laughs> uh but they get uh they get caught there or um you know noticed obviously um and end up getting literally thrown off of the train <laughs> yeah one uh, of the uh, space karen doesn't like his drinking song so reports right. him to the the the, the guards yeah so eventually i forget how they i forget if they just hoof it to the uh, to the arc. Yeah, so they get literally tossed off the train while it's while it's still going. Yeah, uh, and then that's another point that as they get tossed off the train, um, the time device actually gets shattered. So, oh right, that's right. So they've got. Yeah, that's the other big. That's the next big plot point. Once the time device gets shattered, they have to. Okay, so the plan now is. We're gonna have to go make a variance because this is a dying world, and and everything dies and explodes, and nothing we do causes uh, any any variances. Well, so think... we're gonna have to go make a variance. And what they uh, what they decide is okay. The Ark never makes it off the world, so now we have to go to the Ark, hijack it, and make sure it gets off the world. Right, right. Um... I was going to say something else. Oh, there's a moment in their their chat on the train, I believe, when um, they're asking, oh, if there's some special someone, you know, back where they're from. And I forget what Sylvie says. I think she's kind of like, oh, like nothing serious or something. And same thing with Loki. Um, but the... She, yeah, so the way she says it is, uh, is there some Asgardian princess or prince, perhaps? Yeah. And, uh, and then Loki they, says uh, a bit of both. Yeah. And uh, which they officially made canon that uh, Loki is, uh, so you'd say bi or pansexual, but uh, the uh, the showrunner 
Uh, I apologize. I don't have her name at the moment, but who is bisexual um, made it a point to acknowledge this. I think it is already official canon in comics and lore. Oh, in comics, he'll he's. I think he's probably more pansexual than he is bi. He'll fuck anything with a pulse. <laughs> he's 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 like a Deadpool type character. It makes sense for Loki. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the uh, the showrunner um, made a statement about how it's very important for her, you know, bi visibility and to acknowledge that, and it's that's part of you know Loki's official canon and everything, and. Um, Meg was really appreciative, appreciative about that. And she reshared. There was some artist, I forget. I don't think it was a boss logic one. I forget. Some, some internet artist uh, uh, got some buzz because they had a, um, an image of Loki kind of like with his back turned, but like jacket over the shoulder. It was the, uh, the train guard outfit that he wore to sneak mm-hmm. onto the train. And it kind of already had a sort of uh, bluish and reddish theme color but they amped that up in the artwork. So it's the, it's the bisexual flag colors is what it is. Nice. But it was a cool little tribute. Um, yeah. Also a fun little behind the scenes thing that I saw. Uh, so uh, Sophie DiMartino, I believe her name is, who plays uh, Sylvie. Uh, apparently uh, when they were filming, she had actually just given birth not too long ago. She was oh, wow. a, a new mother. And yeah, so she's doing all that action, everything as a new mom. But she, um, she she's pretty ripped too. Yeah, yeah, but good. But uh, she posted on her Instagram, uh, shout out to the production and the costume team because they built in like flaps for her, uh, so she could easily um, um, breastfeed and uh, or a uh, pump as what it, as a new mom. She has got yeah, do the pumpkin thing nice but that was a cool thing um so where were we they get they get to the uh whatever city or facility where the arc is taking off and big cyberpunk city on the uh, mining world big cyberpunk mining world city yeah it was pretty rad and everything goes to shit pretty damn fast because oh, instantly point, yeah, at this point, like the the moon, the bits of moon are coming and crashing down on the planet. And so at this point, we're running, Jesus, how the fuck are they even going to like the arc? Like it's there, but it's still like way they've got a they've got a jog ahead of them to get to the arc. And they're fighting against a bunch of guards who are I don't get to this point, like all these guards are like fighting them like this whole planet is about to be destroyed. Like, why are you? Yeah, within like, hey, you don't belong here. Like, <laughs> fucking just run. Yeah, you're about to die too, idiot. Yeah, yeah that made, it didn't make sense to me. But anyway, but it's also in the midst of a riot too. So like, all the like, right. Oh yeah, people. that's right. Yeah, it's pandemonium because the you know the the pores are there and fighting against the guards and trying to make their way as well. Um, so it's a pretty epic scene. Um, they get knocked down at some point um like almost hit with a piece of planet of uh falling rock and uh get the like you know the 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 war moment within when a grenade goes off and you get the in your ear and the the person you know the hero slowly gets up and gets reoriented and they get up and go running and then boom like the fucking arc is obliterated right in front of them and it's just, it's a great moment where they just realize, or Sylvie especially, like just instantly all hope 
drains from her face and she just walks off like just well that's we're fucked <laughs> yeah. then, Sur- then, surviving all this time against the tva and this is how it fucking ends yeah it's just all this it, it was just a great like flip of the switch because it's like we're gonna make it we're gonna like it, it, it's in in most other scenes of like shows or big action movies or something like this is the big epic finale thing where they're yeah you have loki just, doing the, like the suit big superhero pose yeah barely make it by the skin of their teeth but nope big twist boom like a giant piece of moon just rips through the arc and it's like oh yeah it never does make it off the planet and that's the end of that episode then fast forward to episode four which was this past week and picking up right where they left off um i forget what the opening was i think it was the uh, uh, sylvie's we get a glimpse of her as a young girl yeah yeah which that young girl that young actress and again i don't have actor names in front of me but i knew she looked familiar it's driving me crazy and i looked it up earlier today it's a uh, little judith from the walking dead um Oh, don't look at the flowers. Wait, act. no, no, that's not, that's not Judith. <laughs> no, no, no. That was some other kid way back. This is current, yeah. uh, present time Walking Dead uh, episodes. Um, Judith, Judith Grimes, Rick's kid, has grown up to, I think she's uh, supposed to be like 10 or 11 maybe or something, if that, maybe younger. Wait, um, is, it, is it actually Rick's kid? I don't remember. I thought it was uh, Shane's kid. <sighs> it's been so long now, I don't remember... I actually I think you're right. I think it's supposed to be Shane's. Um, but I mean you raised anyway, her. I mean, like, yeah, it's, yeah. She's it's the baby. kid. It's the yeah, baby it's, that they had to keep safe. Yeah, it's a kid. Um, but yeah, yeah, great young actress. Um, so we get a glimpse of young Sylvie, who's yeah, maybe like maybe 10 years old or something. And the TVA comes a call in. It's like you're a variant, you gotta go. And uh so essentially she's, she's literally doing nothing. She's just sitting there playing with her toys. She's just sitting there. So that this is where I got kind of confused. So I realized, okay. So because some sort of nexus event occurred somewhere, something in the timeline fucked things up, and therefore this innocent girl is marked as a variant. Like she didn't do anything. She didn't go bouncing to some other world or universe, but somehow some sort of nexus event happened that triggered her, her reality, her timeline to be null and void according to the TVA. So they're like, fuck you, you're coming with us. And, um, and uh, oh, what's, uh, what's her name? The uh, lady in charge actually has a run in with her and uh, well, yeah because at that point uh she is a mobius she's a cop basically she's not a judge yet she's she's mobius right right ravona ravona um ravona. so she's the one who actually comes after young sylvie uh sylvie snatches the uh portal device away from her and runs off and so that's essentially it she's been on the run since she was a little kid um has no idea why, you know, they, they came and grabbed her. She has no idea like what she did or another version of her did or something, whatever happened, whatever the Nexus event was that triggered them to come after her. She's close. She does. She's just like the man came a calling when she was like 10 
and she's been on the run ever since. And, and that uh, was that was one of the points that she brings up later on in in the fight the fight scene later is what was my nexus event, and Ravona says I don't even remember. I don't remember. Yeah, it was fucked up. It feels it's very. Uh, <laughs> So you're going to laugh. I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I kind of like these moments. I really love them. Um, Street Fighter, the movie. Stay with me. (laughs) Stay with me. So as ridiculous as that movie is, there's a great moment where um, uh, Raul Julia as Bison is uh, having a conversation with uh, Ming-Na Wen as Chun-Li and so she has it out for him because he like rolled in when she was a little girl, like he wiped out the village and whatever. And so she's like, you know, out for blood out to for her revenge her whole life. But as she's telling him this, Raul Julia as Bison just so wonderfully uh, says some like he gives a little speech back or reply back how like when when the bison graced your little village whatever it was the most momentous occasion in your life or something blah 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 but for me it was tuesday (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't fucking remember he doesn't care and we got a meg hi meg did you bring me home a bunch of barbecue no (laughs) (laughs) she did not (laughs) um but yes, so um, so we get the quick glimpse of uh, young Sylvie, Sylvie's backstory, and then we flash to the present where uh, she and Loki are sitting there just in the dirt, just figuring out. Despondent. Well, yeah, there's nothing we can do now, but she's telling him, you know, her, her story. Like, yeah, I've been on the run ever since. Eventually, I figured out, like, where to hide the, you know, the Nexus events because that's where they couldn't find me, and, and that's that. Um, and I think and then, after that, we just, we just start seeing the planet like exploding. Yeah. Like it's so the, the planet's exploding and then it cuts to the TVA and the TVA, like the war room where they show the, the guys monitoring the timeline. Right. And there's this sudden ginormous Nexus event, like all the Nexus events, they take this like slow slope where TVA has the time to react, but right. this one just like shoots straight up. Yeah. They're like, I've never seen one like that before. Like, yeah. holy crap. So yeah, thanks so. to that, they know where to find them. Yeah. They so. go to the Nexus event and they grab Sylvie and Loki. Yeah. In the nick of time, like the uh, blast wave, the big blast wave is a coming. And it literally the engulfs the, the portals as they close. Yeah. Um, but before that, we get a hint of like, like there's a, so a bit of romance in the air, I think here possibly like there's a, there's like we we're saying, like the chemistry is palpable between them, mm-hmm. which begs the question, like, Hmm, uh, would you, I mean, if <laughs> would you version, with a female version of yourself, parallel version of you. Is that cool? Is that weird? Is that too weird? I mean, I mean, does it even share the same DNA as you? Yeah. Would it be like a, a dangerous situation there? I mean, I'm, I wouldn't want to, you know, it's not like we're talking about children here in a white picket fence, <laughs> but you know, you don't want that little abomination, baby. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but Hey, you know, they're about gonna to have die. anything. It's going to have three teeth and ding, 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 ding. 
Uh, but yes so there's there's definitely hints of that in in the air the vibe there but uh interrupted by the blast wave of doom and then they're saving apocalypse yeah and their saving grace is their freaking captors the tva but it's like well where else are we gonna go like insta death or like maybe a chance so they run through the portal doors of course immediately in chains in cuffs and separated into different uh interrogation rooms or whatever um mobius uh, the disappointed father very very disappointed father um and his mustache is bristling uh (laughs) and uh yeah loki gets put on the best timeout ever uh so they wonderfully use their uh their little time loop tech or loki suddenly realizes he's like wait i'm back on asgard like what the hell and um looks like nighttime it's in the palace and who but lady sif yes <laughs> jamie alexander we haven't seen her since agents uh, of shield an agents of shield episode or two she appeared in yeah um and before that not since thor 2 i believe yep yeah she was not in thor 3 no, she wasn't in Ragnarok. There was uh, she. I, I guess I believe Taika wanted her in the story, but uh, scheduling conflicts with her show. Um, Blind spot. Blind spot. That was the name of the show. I just remembered they like she had a bunch of like tattoos, like mystery tattoos on her or something, and that helped them solve crimes or whatever. There's another one. Nice. Like, she is confirmed to reprise her role in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yes, absolutely. I did not know that. Yeah. She made a little Instagram post after the show aired with her uh, in costume. And she's like, I'm just glad it uh, it fit after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So for Loki's time loop timeout, he's reliving a memory where he being the prankster he is cut off a big chunk of Sif's hair <laughs> to which she was royally pissed like punched him out and kicked him in the nuts and he goes down for the count. But the great part of it is, is that this is a time loop. So he gets to relive that again and again and again and again. Uh, No matter what he says, this, it it still happens. Yeah. yeah. Like he begs, he pleads, he he bargains and it always, he always still gets punched in the nuts. Yep. Uh, Although finally, um, after he's broken down enough, he just pleads with her and says, you know, it's one of those moments of clarity for him or, or a confessional where he's saying, he confesses to her, like how, before she gets the swing in, like uh, how, uh, what a broken person he is. Like he did it because he craves attention and he's afraid of being alone and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's enough to make her pause and, uh, and for once not knee him in the nuts. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's at that point where he's learned his lesson, and so in comes Mobius. But how much pulls- of that is just coincidence? Uh, I don't know. I took it like, oh, okay, he was he was monitoring him until he broke him enough, or I don't know. Or it could have just been coincidence. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if Mobius stopped for another coffee, he would have got another knee to the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh so so he pulls loki out of the time loop they're back in the conference room and he's 
uh, Loki's continuing to like try to plead with him, uh, like, please listen to me, please trust me. And of course, Mobius isn't having any of it at this point. He's like, why? Like you fucking like you've screwed me over, just like you screw over everybody all the time. He's not buying it, even though Loki is now trying to tell the truth. Oh, and that's another bombshell that we forgot to mention in episode three. Sylvie drops the bomb to Loki that all of the TVA are variants. Mm-hmm. They themselves are variants. They had lives. They had uh, families, children's hobbies, all that good stuff. They weren't just created out of thin air by the uh, TVA. Yeah. If I remember right, she drops it pretty casually. And then he's like, wait, what? <laughs> Which changes the whole game. So now that they're captured and Loki's there pleading to Mobius, he's like, no, 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 you have to listen to me. The TVA is not what you think it is. And of course, Mobius isn't having any of it, but he does say the words like, no, you're, you're all variants. Like all of them, you were not created by the timekeepers. The timekeepers have duped you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mobius thinks about it for a second. And he's like, nah, you almost had me. No, not buying it. So like, fuck. Like, come he on, also, man. He mentions that in the beginning, right when they're like leading Sylvie and him away mm-hmm. and b18 hunter b18 has a take has a just like a quick look right because she was taken over by sylvie earlier right so so uh so yeah the same thing that happened with uh c20 who was the other the other hunter who we thought had like been driven mad she was kind of in shock when we saw her at the uh, futuristic uh costco or whatever they were at <laughs> um and uh welcome to costco i love you yeah she kept saying like it's real it's real it's real and we were like what's real um <laughs> and uh i just got that reference <laughs> um but yeah so so now we're having moments with uh hunter b the b14 b15 i think b15 okay yeah the other one b something anyway yeah. she was also enchanted by by Sylvie at one point, meaning that she had for a moment her past life restored because as Sylvie explained, like she that's how she manipulated them into like gaining the knowledge about the TVA, what she needed to learn about the uh, the timekeepers and everything. Um, she can't create new memories. She can't create false memories. She just uses the ones that are locked away in there, past memories. And just inserts herself in as a friend or something so she can gain their trust and get what she needs. Uh, So she did the same thing at some point to this hunter. And so now as Loki's pleading, like, no, you don't understand, like, blah, blah, blah. uh, That strikes a chord with, uh, with B15. And she is having like a, like a crisis (laughs) in the, in, in the hallway, she's freaking the hell out and is realizing that, like holy shit this is real or something is off like everything something... yeah everything i've been taught at the tva is wrong yeah Bye. so yeah so while uh while uh big lady in charge ravona has sylvia under lockdown and is very keen on like no nobody can speak to her not you mobius she's too dangerous like she's locked away nobody talks to her which of course is very suspicious um and mobius starts to feel the suspicion going and so as they're having a casual drink like oh mission accomplished job well done whatever he 
swaps his little um, portal computer, his little his little data pad, whatever you want to call it, uh, with Ravona's. Because he knows something is off. She's hiding something. He doesn't know what, but he's got he's he's feeling the suspension suspicion. At the same time, B15 goes in and breaks into Sylvie's room to have a conversation with her and figure out what the hell is going on. And Sylvie confirms to her, yes, like you had you those memories are real. You had a life. Like, and uh oh yeah, she pulls her out, she she pulls her back to like the parking lot of the uh of the the future Costco or whatever, and just to have this quick conversation, like, is that real? She's like, yes, yes. That's she's like, well, what now? Like, what do I do now? Like, what the hell happens now? Um, Mobius goes uh, with the data pad, runs to a quiet corner, and uh, scans it really quick, and forget what he finds on there. What does he find on there? So he finds the other hunter B twenty or whatever it is. They're doing an. Uh... Ra- Ravana, Ravana, whatever. Ravona. Ravona is interviewing her post post operation, basically, and uh, right, right, right. She's like, "No, it's it's all fake. It's all like the 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 TVA is a lie. The, we're all variants." Yeah, and, she's screaming to them like, "You don't understand." Yeah, they're all like, "We're all variants." Blah blah blah. And then uh, the the tape ends with uh, Ravona like her face like ending the tape, cutting it off because she's going to cut off something else. Yeah. So Mobius knows for a fact that she is well aware she's hiding it. So And then she point, killed B20. And she killed B20. Like, oh, yeah, that was the other thing. Like, what happened to C20? C20. C20. Because like, uh, um, Mobius wanted to get back and check in on her. She's like, oh, she's dead. No, yeah, she uh, succumbed to her. Like, she was you know, babbling insanity when she came back, she could barely speak and she uh, just deteriorated and, and died. And she was like, that's crazy. Like I was like, she was shooken up, but like I was able to talk to her like back on the mission. Like that doesn't make sense. So that's what, you know, stirs up all the suspicion. And then he grabs the data pad and blah, 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 blah. So then he goes running to Loki, like, okay, I fucking believe you now. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but of course the second, you know, they're figuring out what next Ravona and her goon squad step in and, uh, and this gut wrenching moment. Oh God. So we've got, thank God Mobius is on Loki's side team up. Okay. Like father and son, like we're going (laughs) to, we're going to bust this place down. And Mobius knows like there's nowhere to run. So he starts, rambling at her like i want to know oh yeah earlier when she was making the idle chit chat with him the job well done end of the mission let's have some whiskey uh she tries to push off his suspicions and you know his nagging questions uh, just asking him dumb shit like oh if you could go anywhere in time like where would you go you know blah 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 bullshit he's like well i can go anywhere um but in this moment when he knows like there's nowhere to run it's like you know where i'd like to go my past life my real life like maybe I had a jet ski, like <laughs> where you know. <laughs> and in mid sentence, they he fucking. Totally had a jet ski. He totally had a jet ski. This show better end with him on a jet ski. <laughs> the series, the end credits of the show finale. He better be happy as a clam, big smile on his face, ear to ear, 
riding out on a jet ski. <laughs> that, that's got to be the end credit scene. Yeah, let him ride off into the sunset on a jet ski. <laughs> that's that's the that's the uh, the shawarma of this this series. Yes, please, I'll make <laughs> it happen. Uh, but yeah, gut wrenching moment. They just ice him mid sentence as he's going as he's talking and put the little fucking rod to him and disintegrate him right in front of loki loki's just like distraught like fuck he's he crumbles and uh and uh ravona and her goon squad grab him take him and sylvie off to see the timekeepers uh is that what they wanted in the first place though was an audience with the timekeepers yes but they're specifically taking them to be executed in front of the timekeepers <laughs> yeah so they wanted to get there on their own without bounds they're yeah. bound and held basically at gunpoint to the timekeepers yeah so ravona and the goon squad are taking them you know bound in cuffs to go uh be basically chastised by the timekeepers and then you know destroyed um so we see the the great and powerful wizards of oz finally <laughs> um pretty cool like it's the whole the whole setup of it the uh the presentation of it is pretty rad like it's it feels very much like yeah the great and powerful oz except you got three of them yeah and they're, they're up there um now and their accents were so rough that i actually had to turn on closed captioning just to to, to see what they were saying we did too. Like the <laughs> echoing, the like the echo effects. We couldn't hear shit. Like I got maybe a word or two, and we're like, okay, rewind, close captions on. Um, but glad the, I wasn't the only one that did that. Yeah. So the three wise timekeepers are just basically chastising them before they're you know like, do you have anything to save your crimes or whatever the fuck they said? I forget. Um, and I think Loki says something like, "Oh, that's what you like." brought us here for like to what to to spank us before you kill us or whatever he's like well go ahead kill me like i've lost out i lost count how many times i've been killed so go ahead go ahead just kill me um and uh oh what interrupts them what at what point b20 comes or b b15 b18 whatever her number is comes <laughs> bb8 yeah bb8 yeah. rolls in <laughs> <laughs> right at the last second and uh and wrecks up the party and tosses uh i forget sylvie's knife to her tosses sylvie's knife to her and i think tosses one of the uh the little pokey sticks as well i forget but anyway fight breaks out you know a little hand-to-hand combat ensues it's pretty rad um at some point is it sylvie who Oh, Sylvie has yeah, the face Sylvie, off with Ravona. Yeah, Sylvie knocks Ravona down. Yeah. And then and Loki takes out the rest of the unnamed guards. Yeah. Yeah. Guards number four, five, and six or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I think once everybody there is dispatched, is it Sylvie who slices yes. off the head? Yep. Yeah. Uh, because it's Loki that picks up the head. Right. She throw I forget, she throws her knife or throws something at uh, one of the timekeepers. And uh, and their essentially their head or a little bit of the neck or whatever, or, or shoulders, like it all just comes right off and sparks and fizzles out at their feet. Oh my god, 
the timekeepers are the fucking Chuck E. Cheese band. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as as soon as the, the the severing of the head happens, I think they're laughing at that point. They're like, oh, 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 like they're amused or something. And then whoosh, head goes down. And then you hear like the like the Chuck E. Cheese band. Uh-huh. Like, and they all slump down like what the fuck just happened in this show? Sylvie grabs the head off the ground, or Loki, I forget which one of them, and she's They're like androids. It's all fake. But yeah, like like mindless androids. And she's one of them says, like, oh, does it never end? Like, what the fuck happens? Like, what now? Um she said something like, I thought this was it. Yeah, something like I, I thought this was it, and like whatever. They they're they have no idea where to go from here. So, it, so it's all fake. There's some, there must be some big Somebody who knows something. Yeah. Some big bad force behind the curtain who set all this up, this whole scheme. And as they're sitting there getting their, you know, wits about them or, or Sylvie, I think at that point feels lost. Loki has some encouraging words and he's clearly trying to get out his feelings for her. He's stuttering he's bumming bum, you know bumbling over his words and like this is has never this is, quite happened before yeah this is this is all new for me and blah 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 and as he's trying to get the words out but you know he doesn't really need to because you can see it in their faces like she gets it and then somebody i before before you say that i was kind of expecting her to like have a sudden moment of realize realization is like oh fuck no 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 thank you no no i'm good <laughs> maybe in an <laughs> earlier episode if they were on this little buddy adventure and she was like no no not happening bro but <laughs> this very poignant moment is that that's what it's you know meant to be you know we just watched mobius bite it loki's you know sylvie's all loki's got left and he's trying to get the words out how he feels for her, and then boom somebody rams him from the back much like him Hey-o. to Colson. <laughs> so that's what it feels like. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Ravona, who was just, you know, knocked down for the count, gets the glowy stick to Loki's back and straight through him. We see Loki disintegrate before our eyes with Sylvie and uh, she's distraught and fuck. Like what, where do we go from here? What the fuck just happened? R.I.P. Loki. Yeah. Sylvie think, show from here on out. Yeah. Now, do we get credits at this point, I believe, at that moment? Yeah, I think uh, yeah, yeah. The credits so, right away. So it's that moment. Holy fuck. And then boom, credits. But then. But wait, there's more. <laughs> post-credit sequence or mid-credits. Mid-credits because we get the 50 minutes of marvel credits after the after the the primary credits they have to do the the credits in three different languages yeah so loki (gasps) wakes up on the ground somewhere now we talked about this um earlier in the week uh, our reactions to that moment in this episode so mobius that moment broke me and I was like, oh fuck. And I believed like he was dead. Like I didn't want to believe it, but I was like, okay, they did it. And even Meg was like, no, they can't do this to us. No way. But I was convinced. I was like, no, I think they just off to Mobius as, as much as it hurts. That's going to be 
like the fire under Loki's ass to really stick it to the TVA and really tear the whole place down. Like that's the emotional, like gut punch that he needed the final one to just go balls to the wall, ape shit on these guys and kill them all or wipe them out or whatever. So I believed it when Mobius got hit when Loki did, I was like, no, like, okay. That the moment shocked me, but immediately I was like, no, 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 they're not killing Loki again. No way. Like they're going to be fine. Maybe somehow. But then you, I think you said like for a minute, you were like, no, maybe it's going to be, this is how we transition to Sylvie being the new Loki from here on out in the MCU. Maybe. Yeah. That's what I was thinking initially, but uh, that, that theory didn't hold water for too long. No. Yeah. We get uh, the, the quick credits and then boom, Loki, our Loki wakes up and some sort of it's new uh, york it's actually new york because uh if you look in the background you can see avengers tower oh shit yeah i didn't even catch that so he's in a destroyed new york yep so maybe another reality another, where another universe or something like that maybe thanos actually took over or maybe loki actually took over yeah maybe the battle of New York went the wrong way or actually went Loki's way, how he wanted it to. And now he's in this decimated world. Wow. Okay. But yeah, he comes to, and he's like, where the hell is this? And who greets him? But Loki and Loki and Loki. And I think even a fucking crocodile Loki. Yes. A fourth Loki, a croc Loki. <laughs> I think it was Loki. Really? Yes. I- Loki though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Loki. Yeah. Okay. Like Spider-Verse Loki? Yes. Uh yeah, Loki has entered the Did we get a Nick Cage Loki? Oh, please. please. <laughs> yes, we so, need that. Thus far we get a Richard E. Grant Loki. That's the only recognizable person I know. He's 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 the one with the big hammer. I think he has like a golden hammer or something. Something like uh, that. Yeah. Loki Thor Loki or something, maybe. Yeah. So we get like a Thor Loki hybrid who's old man Richard E. Grant. And he says something to him. I forget what. He kind of welcomes him. But we get old man Loki in like a vintage costume. Yeah. And we get like a young, like a teen Loki. A kid Loki who is in a costume that's very, very similar to the young Avengers uh, kid Loki. Okay. And then he is holding. It appears to be a, a like a baby crocodile with its own it's little Loki helmet. Its own little Loki helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, um, yeah. Basically, so. it's a come with us if you want to live. Yeah, and that's it. Roll the rest of the credits. We don't know what the fuck just happened, but um, now we gotta wait until Wednesday to 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 find out. Yeah, Loki is. In the Loki verse, <laughs> and that was what episode four or episode five? This was episode four. Okay, so we get two more episodes. Two more? It's just a six series. Yeah, just a six. Oh god, I could they've watch. Been this hour, they've been like legit full hour episodes. So oh man, I could watch this show forever. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, and it's and it's sad that these aren't going to get see or that these aren't going to get season twos. Yeah, like I Wanda remember. Vision. Oh, go ahead. WandaVision for sure is not getting a season two. Uh, this one, um, I think they said pretty definitively, this is not getting a season two. Yeah. I think uh, right before it premiered, or right as it was premiering, there was one of the producers, I forget who. Wait, no who, season two WandaVision? Uh, no. Nope. That show did so well, though. 
yeah, but it just fits into the bigger MCU story. So they're going to okay. pick up that story with like Doctor Strange and okay. et cetera, et cetera. Which, yeah. by the way, they uh, they changed the the post credit scene slightly for WandaVision. They they uploaded a new version of it at the end. Really? Yeah, you see the shadow of Doctor Strange coming down to uh, to Wanda's cabin. You don't oh. see him. You just see a shadow of it. Huh. That's interesting. Because, yeah, originally we, we covered on the, on the podcast in the early scripts of the finale, Strange was supposed to be involved. He yeah. ends up showing up. It was explained that he was delivering those commercial visions to Wanda, trying to break through to her and everything. But, but then they, they pulled him out of it and they had to actually. They didn't want to, they didn't want to eclipse Wanda's story by including somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. And they even had to do a quick rewrite of, uh, of strange Two, the movie because they did not intro him into the end of one division. Yeah. But um, and, uh, you'll, you, you, you will still miss it if you're not looking for it though, but it, okay. it is, it's different and it's there. Right. So you have to but look yeah. at it like with it's basically them going in there and making the Ewoks blink. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, or shittily blurring out the uh, the big eyebrows of the original Darth Vader actor as he's dying. <laughs> damn it, I fucking hate Or removing it. Henry Henry Cavill's mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Boyfriend. Boyfriend, yep. Oh yeah, we talked about your boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, the Wait, Witcher. Which one? I have multiples. Oh, we talked about both of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, Dean. Dean was in there too. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh That's man. Number one. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> um, where were we? Um, yeah, that was it. That was Loki. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I was going to mention something else, but oh yeah. So yeah, they're they're. WandaVision, they've made pretty clear there's no season two because they're going to continue that story on with uh, Strange and everything. Early, I want to say right before the premiere or at the premiere of Loki, uh, it was one of the producers, I forget who, was quoted in an interview saying that, I mean, they didn't promise anything, but they said, as opposed to WandaVision, Loki lends itself, the story lends itself to multiple seasons. They didn't say it was going to happen, you know, guaranteed or not, but more so than WandaVision. The WandaVision story is very much locked in to the rest of the ongoing universe where Loki, because of the multiple timelines, they could do all sorts of yeah. further adventures with, you know, Loki and Sylvie. And Falcon of the Winter Shoulder, I mean, season two is basically cap four. Cap four, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, what do we have next up on the plate? We have uh, Black Widow comes out what next week? Black Widow, yeah, to next week. Yeah, I think it comes out on the ninth. No, yeah, the ninth. Yeah, and then after that, uh, we get uh, Shang Chi, and then I don't think we have anything else until Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, oh we have uh, what if? What if? And uh, the Hawkeye series. Uh, does that come out this year or is it next year i think it's late this year later this year i want to say i don't think there's any specific date released yet but uh fourth quarter fourth quarter this year yeah 
All right. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah, that's it for me. Uh, what time right. is it? Do I still have time to go get some? Oh, oh in news to make me feel fucking old, <laughs> my, uh, my oldest nephew, my oldest biological nephew has got his first job. Hmm. Ugh. He is now working at in and out and that's a good job. That was that's a uh, really good fucking job. And it yeah. made me hungry, which I, I now want to go get in and out. When Meg and I went to uh, last time we went to that rodeo 39, the, the mini food court next door, um, we stopped over, hopped over to in and out afterwards for a shake. And first off, um, yeah, the, uh, the, banners right up front it's like hire uh, now hiring all positions like 18 bucks an hour or something oh, yeah. like that. Um, they've all they've always paid well even when um back in the day when i was in high school like they were paying like 10 12 bucks an hour yeah, yeah. that was back in the uh the days of seven bucks an hour wages yeah so and yeah yeah i mean it's fast food flipping burgers but I mean, hey. Yeah. They're very strict with their standards. You're you you have to be on your feet all day. But it's it's definitely better than any other fast food job, I would say. Yeah. And kudos to In N Out for keeping their prices reasonable. Even in oh, this yeah. uh post uh post pandemic world. Well, I mean, we're not really post pandemic as we yeah. discussed earlier, but we're, we're having pandemic part due even part due. Yeah. In 2021 where the literal ocean out. is on fire. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, so I, I mentioned that ocean being on fire, apparently a second portal, a, a second ocean on fire thing just happened in the fucking black sea. A, yeah. Uh, 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 a, a volcano exploded in the middle of the Black Sea <laughs> and caused a, a natural gas pipeline to explode. Oh, my God. And so there was this big nuclear-looking explosion in the middle of the fucking Black Sea just today. Oh. So part two. <laughs> our, our oceans are literally exploding. Uh, all right, Todd, we have to learn, um, we have to learn some string instruments. So next podcast, as we're going down with the ship, the, the apocalypse, we'll be recording the episode and just uh, doing, you know, playing as the ship goes down. You can pick up your guitar. I'll, I'll relearn cello in a week. There you go. Oh, boy. I completely <laughs> forgot what I was mentioning before. Oh, yeah. Kudos to in and out for being one of the, the few, like, affordable places to eat anymore because fucking everywhere is expensive as hell to go out mcdonald's like i had mcdonald's for the first time in in months uh yesterday and my typical order which i used to pay like 15 bucks for came out to like 27 bucks it was ridiculous sweet jeebus well you said you were uh cutting out the uh doordash right so yeah i'm not doing doordash anymore um i i've i've said i will only do that once a month yeah so I'm, i'm trying to cook more now good ladies and gentlemen my advice to you stay home (laughs) stay (laughs) the fuck at home cook food and uh yes your waistline and your wallet will appreciate you because 
god damn it's scary out there mm-hmm. and hot and hot. hot yes all right guys we better get out of here thank you for joining happy fourth this is tony this is todd happy captain america day yes uh leave milking cookies out for steve rogers um <laughs> or actually meg saw one earlier it was uh leave what was it leave budweiser and something else out so kid rock will visit you tomorrow <laughs> oh fuck that <laughs> I, I saw another one it was uh, uh somebody had a fourth of july cake it was literally steve rogers ass and they were cutting some of that cake <laughs> i'd eat that <laughs> America's ass. <laughs> Title of the episode. <laughs> Later, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye.